Welcome to Love and Other Investments, where we talk about finances, but more importantly, how finances impact relationships. My name is John, and I'm a financial planner. And my name is Jeff, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm Jeff. I'm John. And this is Love and Other Investments. I got it right. You did. Good job. <laughs> did I get a fist bump for that? <laughs> so... Um, we've been kicking around the idea of having a conversation about kids and cause it's one of the things in relationships that, that people, um, either argue about or don't know how to talk about or creates maybe a fair amount of social sure. or not social, but a fair amount of relational angst. Yeah. Are you, are you talking about whether to have kids or are you talking about whether you can afford to have kids? Cause those are different things. Well, that's kind of where we're starting. So we're assuming that, uh, for our listeners benefit today that we're talking to quite a few of you who have, um, talked about having kids in your relationship. Maybe you have one, two, and you're kind of discussing whether you should have more. Uh, but we're assuming that today's discussion is about uh, more kids. Are they good? Are they bad? Um, yes. Can we afford them? Can we not? No. No, we can't? Can't afford them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fair thing to really start off with. Jeff, Jeff, who never gives answers, direct answers to any questions in his life, now says, no, no you cannot afford this is kids definitive. under any circumstances. There's opinion. no sum of money that, to which you could afford kids. No, of course there is. But tell me about that. You know, I think, I think a lot of people, when they're thinking about having kids, they're trying to figure out, like, how do you how do you figure out what it costs to have a kid? And you can go online and look, mm-hmm. you know, and you get all kinds of different numbers. And I'm sure people sometimes will come to you as a financial planner and say, you know, we're planning and we're thinking about having kids. You know, what what do we need to have saved? Or what are the expenses we should consider? And I'm sure you give them some thoughts, you know, about it. But the truth is that kids are expensive and you can't really predict how that's going to play. Yeah, can I can I chase a rabbit real quick? Please. So one of the things that's really fascinating right now with um, young couples who are coming in and talking about kids when it comes to finances is it's one of the questions that I get thrown at so much is, hey, we want to set up a uh, college savings account for our children. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by it because it's a social thing. What I'm saying is... is um, Yes, it makes sense to prepare for future expenses. We would, we would totally agree. I mean, I'm, I'm a planner, right? Yeah. But you have a million expenses that you're going to have in the future. You're not planning for all of them? Is you're, that what you're saying? Suddenly, suddenly, one of these has been elevated above others. Um, I have people who are more interested in college savings accounts, for instance, than they are for a retirement account. Or they'll put college savings ahead of um, emergency reserve savings or sure. ahead of a lot of other things. Sure, and sure. I think there is, it's fascinating to me that there are times where certain things get elevated socially. So sure. keeping up with the Joneses, this is a really weird idea, but it happens. Um, we've seen in our culture different times where it was considered virtuous for um, a wife to stay home and take care of the kids. Sure. And the, the best wives stayed home and took care of the kids. Yeah. And that's how people rated each other was whether you stayed home. You're talking about 1950s? Or, yeah. Yeah. And then there was a period of time where <clears throat> um, if you were a good person, you worked outside the home and took care of the kids. And then there was, you know, and, and society had shifted, right? 
Well, I'm saying that I'm proposing the idea that this is another one of those things that we've kind of all agreed for whatever reason, quality marketing, I don't know, that everybody should be saving money for college education for their kids. Do you think this is about fear? I mean, I'm legitimately asking, you know, when you have these conversations with people, are they coming in thinking, I can't afford college tuition, I better start saving now? I don't want to guess what everybody's thinking. Good. (laughs) See, you're rubbing off on me. Uh But I can tell you that some of the emotions are fear, but I can also say that one of the emotions that's really interesting is um, people believe that that's what it means to be successful. Oh, I see what you're saying. A successful parent is able to take their kid to the doctor. A successful parent is able to have their kids involved in sports. A successful parent is able to put money into a 529 plan for their kids. Okay, or, or take them to Disney World or, 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 or Europe or what, you know, or, whatever the thing yeah. is. Yeah. Or whatever have, that have is. Have a car when they turn 16. Or. And you and, I both, you and I both might think that it's fascinating for people to say what they think it means to be successful parents. Yeah. Because I'm betting that we all have, in, in relationships, we have different ideas of what that would be. You know. Sure, you're talking about in a specific relationship. Correct. One, one partner might think it's one thing to be successful, and the other partner might have a different idea altogether. Correct. Yeah. Which gets us back to where we started this whole talk, which is, should we have kids? Or should we have more kids? And, you know, one thing is, I'm a planner, and so I think in planning terms, and one of the most basic planning ideas is you start at the end, you start at completion, and you work your way backwards. Right? What's it look to what look like to have a kid for the rest of your life? Yeah. So I mean, if I'm taking a trip to Dallas, uh, what does success look like getting to Dallas? Okay, I get there on time for my event, um, and I have my car, and you know, I know where I'm going to stay. And so, when does all that need to happen? Well, I probably need to book the flight two to three weeks out to get the best price. Um, you know, I need to rent the car to make sure that it's at the airport and not some crazy location. And I probably need to do that. You know on slightly after I buy my plane ticket so I know when to reserve it for. So you, you kind of work from the, from the finish, from the finish yeah. back to the beginning. Right. But I don't know too many couples who have said, what does it look like to successfully have raised children? And where are we gonna, how are we going to do that? Yeah. Such a tough question to answer. Mm-hmm. What would it look like? How would we do it to achieve an end result in parenting, what what is it that we want to accomplish? Really, yeah, and a basic a really tough one. You know, a basic question is is what does it look like for us to have a successful family? Yeah, right. And I think you know, I think that's that's kind of what we're getting at with this episode. Is again, is opening up this great big can of worms of discussion, because I think a lot of times, you know, I I was I was a young guy, um, fell in love. And, you know, was very excited to get married. And I always figured I would be a dad at some point. Always figured we'd have kids. Um, My, you know, Pinterest board, if I can use it this way, my Pinterest board wasn't nearly filled out as much as hers was. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) As to what that was all going to look like. Sure. Um, She came from a bigger family. I came from a smaller family. So that was kind of where negotiations, quote unquote, started. You know, she came from four. I came from two. You know, she's like, great, we'll compromise at three. And I'm like, uh, no, we'll compromise at two. And <laughs> How many kids do you have, John? Um, we have three. 
Yes, that's a whole nother, another episode. Another episode. Um, but I think, you know, I think we go into life, you know, just assuming that we're going to do certain things. And that's fine. Those are fine reasons. But maybe engaging our big brain a little bit through the process and saying, why is it that we want to do this? What are the outcomes that we actually want? Especially on something that is going to be so resource intensive. For sure. I mean, bigger than you can really imagine. And I'm not just talking money. Yeah. I mean, oh, time. Huh. The amount wow. of time, the lack of sleep, um, the love that's involved, the, patience. the love, the frustration. Oh my gosh. The, the occasional disappointment, um, you know, the interruptions, the, I mean, it's, it's just, it's big. It's yeah. really big. Really big. Um, you wouldn't just start a new company on a whim. Um, and this is much bigger than that. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, I tell people all the time is hardest thing you would ever do to have kids in your life and also the best thing. Mm-hmm. In, for, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that's my experience. Right. May not be for everyone. But I think especially if you're, you know, a young couple getting started, you know, and you're going, you know, one of you maybe wants kids more than the other one. Um, that's, you know, that's a, that's a tough discussion. And it, yeah. may, be, it may be a discussion that um, unlocks a lot of other components that need to be talked about. No doubt, and I suspect that when it's time to have a, a discussion like that, or when some one one person in the in the couple feels as if it's time to have it, it, it's probably there's they're feeling pressure already to be having kids right then, mm-hmm. and this kind of discussion is probably one that doesn't occur in an hour or ten hours or maybe a hundred hours. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the kind of discussion where you have to go deep and figure out why there's hesitation and what you're gonna what you're going to do with everything you learn about why there's hesitation. So, yeah, I mean, this is, I, if I had the ability to talk to couples when they first get married, like after, after the wedding, it would probably be one of the things I'd want to talk with them about, like, what are your thoughts about kids? And of course they may not want them right then, or they may change their mind in five years or whatever, and then want them or it doesn't matter. But being able to say, Hey, let's talk about the um, the kinds of questions, the kinds of concerns, the kinds of hesitations you have about thinking about building a family now, and start getting those conversations going now. You can be, begin to prepare for whatever that timeline looks like for them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than you know last minute one person feeling absolutely compelled to have kids now, and the other one being like, "No, I want to put put my foot on the brake there." And I think there needs to be a, I think there's kind of a imperity to talk about it right now because, um, you know, we used to live in a society where we would have one primary wage earner in a family. It's not that we didn't have two working, but we kind of prioritized one of the careers sure. over the other. Um, and we are now no longer in that paradigm. Right. And both both parties of the marriage now typically... Um, over the last 15 years or so are viewed much more as equals in, in how they participate in providing for the couple or for the family. For financial providing, right. Correct. Um, even if one has a bigger salary than the other, um, it is not normal that we would say, well, that's the important one. Yeah, I mean, they're both probably needed. They're both needed. Yeah. So the discussion of kids is now, in some ways, a lot more challenging because 
not only are kids expensive, but daycare is expensive. That's right. And because we're more mobile as a society, we, we don't necessarily live near our family mm-hmm. who might be willing or able to help us with little kids when we need to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a challenge if you, if you know, like, especially I'm sure for families where um, their income wouldn't, would be less than one person's income would be less than the, the cost of childcare would be, then it's a really tough dilemma. Like, how do you how do you think about that? You need the income to survive, but you're going to be spending more than that on the child care. I mean, that's, it's tough to give up a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we're right back to where we typically end up, which is, these are things that have to be talked about. And I think talked about more openly than I think what most couples are used to having discussions about. Sure. And, you know, I, I always love the conversation for a couple to have. What type of family do we want? What kind of relationship do we want in 20 years? That is not an unrealistic thing to have a discussion about. Yes, it might be, it might be difficult to know how it will unfold mm-hmm. because we can't predict the future. But being able to have a discussion like, yeah, we would like our family to look like this mm-hmm. um, seems like a really important idea. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't have a lot of the details, you at least have the beginning of an image. Yeah. You know, the beginning of a sketch of, of where you're going. Right. Um, and once you have that, here comes the planner, you can start working backwards and saying, well, what would, what would need to happen in 10 years? Right. Where it would need to happen five years from now? Uh, what would need to happen this next year? What would it look like to make progress tomorrow towards that idea? Yeah, um, and that's kind of how it goes. Um, but I think it all has to start with a with an open and honest discussion about you know where you come from and what it is that you want and why you want that, um, and doing that um, honestly and openly with your partner. Yeah, totally agree. Hey, thanks for listening. Please leave us a review and follow us so you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to learn more about us, please visit relational-media.com. 